Thank you for coming back again. This is a Good Life Podcast to kick back. It's your host, Good Life underscore Russ. Uh, got some homies in the building, and we're going to talk some real shit. Hey, what's going on, Good Life? Uh, this is your boy, Sean Black. Uh, Instagram, at Real Sean Black. Get with me there. Glad to be here with my guy. We'll talk some real stuff with y'all. Uh, what up? My name is London. Uh, Instagram handle, watched up that. Um, shit, I'm here to talk some shit too. And I'm Jay. Um, Instagram is uh, Good Life underscore Jay. Same amount of guys, no bother. All right, so I mean, there's so much shit we could talk about. I don't even know. Oh, Just seeing y'all niggas, there's so much shit I want to talk about. Obviously, we gotta talk about the vandalism shit in Columbus. That I feel like we, even if we touch on it, it gotta be something. Gotcha. It gotta be something. Uh, what's y'all's What's y'all's thoughts, feelings, views, judgments? <laughs> <laughs> All right, <so> praises. <laughs> my second job. I work down there. I work at the Commons, so our shit was busted up, and <laughs> I, I feel it. I understand the anger and aggression, but like these are people's houses. Like these are businesses that don't got nothing to do with it. And right. smash it up. Like, right. The ill part is. I'm, I'm cleaning it up. I'm sweeping up glass and mopping the floor. And the rest of my staff is black. Like, we all black clean up a black mess. Then I brought in a whole security team. That's also all black. So now you got black security guards and, and black cleaning crew clean up a black mess over something that, you know what I'm saying, a white dude did. Why you, I don't understand it. But, hey, I get it at the same time. My number one question is, is there purpose behind it? Hell yeah, there's purpose. Some niggas just wanted to steal. Let's call it what it is. <laughs> I mean, but I'm saying, like, this Think is no different it, than a purge. This is the perfect like, night. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you're gonna find you're gonna find every type of person in, in any situation. So you got you got your people out here who ain't you know for no good. But so I was think it purpose mentality, or was it an opportunity? Both. Mom mentality. Like that, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Mom mentality. When you like, really get a group it, of people together, like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I don't think that everyone's intentions was let out to say, "Hey, I'm gonna go down here and loop." Right. But you you can see it in traffic. If traffic is stopping, somebody pull over on the burn. See how many people behind him gonna go. Yeah, it's mob mentality. You know what I'm saying? So I think that cast is just followers. You feel me? And they go down there and do crazy stuff. Definitely. And so, and that's what happened. You know what I mean? Um, but to his point, I would say um, I don't necessarily agree with with looting and all that was going on because I I know personally that I I wouldn't step in there. So that tells me that. I don't agree with it, but at the same time, I can understand it though. Yeah, for like, sure. Like when you, sure. when you, because I was driving the other day and I was just sitting there and I'm like, man, I was thinking, I'm like, man, I'm really like, I felt helpless. You know what I'm saying? Like when I, you know, all your life, there's always some authoritative figure that you can go to and say, like, yo, like in school with your teacher, the principal, yo, hey, they tripping. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's you or not, like, you all, you know that the option is there. When you grow up, hey, it's the course, it's whoever is supposed to be there. When you look at this situation, bro, there's nobody there. That you, who who you who can you turn to? You know what I'm saying. So that's that helpless feeling. So from a psychological standpoint, I can see cats being like, man, fuck it. Like I just got a raise, bro. Like you know what I'm saying. I ain't got no help. I ain't got nobody that's there for me. So I'm just gonna fuck shit up. Like if that's how if that gets your attention and that shit that got attention though, don't it? Yeah. Hey, wrestle dude. So. <coughs> that's definitely true. I mean, that better statement. <coughs> My point is though, now what? That's the whole, that's the whole, I mean, even before. That's the million dollar question right now. <coughs> now what? Now what? did what they did. I mean, did cool. did. Some they people judge, some people was for it. Now what? And What's this is the part after? that people like us have to sit back and wait for. Because people just, 
call into action so much. You know what I mean? Like, so much that we don't see shit afterwards. Right. Mm-hmm. The next week, we bring it up. They forgot they even told us they was about to do some shit. Right. So, to me, it's kind of like... I. In all these situations, I see both sides. There's not one side that I pick that I'm like, you're right, the other side's wrong. Right. That's why I was like, I be saying this shit on Facebook. I just feel like people need to get more understanding. Everybody's trying to be right or wrong or agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. We all going to feel differently. You know what I mean? And sometimes we're saying different shit but saying the same, same thing. Same thing. But it sound different so people just automatically get offensive and defensive about what you're saying. Yeah. So to me, we just got to figure out. What do, what do we want, and what are people prepared to do? I don't I don't mind springing into action in any facet. You feel me? But it's not going to be unorganized, and it's not going to be spontaneous. That's it's going to have to be something really organized that we really came together on. Mm-hmm. I hundred percent agree. And I just don't I don't believe in people's ability to do that shit. I just don't. You know what I mean? For the longest, I was hopeful that people could just change their mind and come around, but. Some people don't want what we want. So then we already at a disadvantage trying to call on the others that may even be in their circle or look up to them because now they already going to follow in their path. And a lot of times that I, I feel that's why people be so outraged by celebrities and, you know what I mean, the popular people in the city and be expecting them to be role models because they know motherfuckers going to follow you. No matter what you say or do, they'll follow you. So it's it's a slippery slope, bro. It's a slippery slope asking somebody to step up for a cause they don't give a fuck about. Yeah. And expecting them to come. You know what I mean? Yeah. They really don't care. Yeah. And we get so upset about shit that other people are doing and not doing. Motherfuckers don't realize they ain't getting nothing. You know what I mean? So now I'm just trying to get to a point where if we just need to get like a big group of us together and do it, that's cool. Versus having the whole city get together and march and... I just see people doing that shit all the time and just see it seems like nothing comes of it, bro. Right. It gets to a point where we're like, oh, it's about to bubble and then it just stops. And then now someone over here is starting someone new and like, come follow this over here. We're going to fix the city and change the culture. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I don't think y'all really realize what it takes. It ain't going to take a summer. I can tell y'all that. Nah. It's not going to take a summer. It's nah. not going to happen overnight. This is shit that has to happen over years because mm-hmm. it took years to, to get it like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm into doing some research on some alternative ideas um, outside of integration. Like, I've been reading on Garveyism. Mm-hmm. And before that shit went way left, it started off as a somewhat good idea. Like, at what point do you just realize white people here, they don't like the idea of black people being equal. I mean, because you got to look at the numbers of it. Black people are outnumbered just in general, nine to one. I <laughs> mean, just by white people on seven to one. Now, out of those seven people, two or maybe three of them seven people might like what might think black people are equal, but the other ones don't. The vast majority don't. And at what point over the last, I don't know, 400 years, are we going to decide, like, they're not going to get with it. Right. Why not just move around? It's 2020. Um, travel is at an all-time low. And at any point, you can just decide white people ain't the way. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. Do you um, think people would... would, would... Would, would leave though if the right people did it <coughs> if the right people say you know and I'm out I mean just think about it just think of the like we were talking about black buying power if you remove I don't know 50% of the black athletes off ESPN ESPN plummets but that's Disney and Disney ain't gonna be too happy with that Disney profits off black just black in general a lot of people just profit off black in general so you start removing that and start placing that money elsewhere more black people will follow suit if they see black people doing better. 
Yeah, I agree with that. But I, I, at the same time, because you know, we always had that conversation like that. Go back to Africa uh, mentality. But um, like, I really feel like shit. America is ours too. Like, I feel like that's a part of the story that we really don't talk about. You know, Africans traveled before Columbus got here. You know what I'm saying? There's African art and pottery and everything that predates his arrival, you know, that's carbon dated that we can really go back and see. Like, so, um, and even when you look at, you know, some of the ruins out here, like the Mayan ruins, you look at the sculptures, like, you look at the, the characteristics of their faces, like, these are, you know what I'm saying, black and brown people that these, these civilizations were, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, shit, this is here. This is us too. We just had an invader come and infiltrate, change the history around, and now we don't really know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just like the other day, you posted something about, uh, I think it was, you posted or we both commented on a post about uh, about black people and uh, Spanish people and them not knowing who's black, right? Oh, yeah, like, that was my post. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And so this shit is crazy because, like, I just really want us as a people to understand the difference between ethnicity and nationality, you know what I'm saying? Like, and really understand how many black people are really out here, you know? Like, my girl, bro, she's half Colombian. Our people, bro, they 100% Colombian. Like, they live down there, bro. They look like our uncles and brothers. And they're like, if I pull a picture up, you'd be like, oh, that's Unk from, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Dark skin, light skin, brown just skin, like just like us. Like, they just, as soon as they open their mouth, they, you know what I'm saying, talking Spanish, talking some shit we don't know. You feel me? So it's crazy. Yeah, they definitely us. But we already, and we already accept them and adopt them as us. I don't look at my Mexican niggas no different than I look at my black friends. Like, honestly, I don't. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's a and two, we had, and as I got, got to know them more, we had the same childhood at home. Our mother figures was similar, our aunties, the fathers, the family dynamic, the work dynamic. Yep. Everything was pretty much the same. We was just in different neighborhoods and we ate different shit. That was literally it. Shit, unless you was in L.A. It was all you did say shit. Same but shit. here, we ate different shit. That was the only difference from us. I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. You just relate to it. I mean, it's easier to, you know what I mean? It's easier to talk to somebody when they understand the struggles that you went through. Mm-hmm. And how it felt going through that struggle. Mm-hmm. So, I... I don't know. It's I, I don't know what the fuck we gonna do for real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's I mean, next. I mean, ultimately, though, like, we gotta just continue to uh, plan, I think, just our economics, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you talked about, you, you you brought that up, you know what I'm saying, our buying power, you know? And that, that's ultimately how we win, you know? Like, it's really continuing to invest in these businesses so that we have the infrastructure to really leave. Like, the problem now, we all talk about art, right, not spending, not doing this, but we don't have the infrastructures and the, and the industries in place to invest that money, you know what I'm saying? Which is starting to build now, which I'm happy. Like, I see all of us in our in our demographic, our age group, like, really pushing, you know what I'm saying, for that to happen. But that's what we got to do. Like, we got to start investing in each other, crowdsourcing with each other. Like, we do, like we just talked about before we hopped on the podcast. It was, you know, our, you know, how we going to invest in one of these ideas that we got going on together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Doing that on a large scale over and over so that everybody's idea is out here is what we gotta do and the fucking process is already created that's what that's what kills me everybody else is doing it but us like they literally would live together work together stack together and wait they turn and our people we just can't do that bro everybody gotta be in the forefront everybody gotta be right now and it's like you can't want nothing real if you think it's gonna come right now right cause if it was that easy everybody would have a fucking business it ain't that simple 
And then I don't even push. I I never even been in a position to really push business on people. I just push multiple incomes. Yeah. yeah. Cause shit, we gonna need people to work these businesses. Let's be realistic. Like everybody can't own a business. Right. Everybody like, at a different journey at a different time. Though that's a, that's the BC thing I think about entrepreneurship or whatever yeah. it is you're doing. We all at different points. Like you know, if you're an entrepreneur, you know that you gotta work somewhere right <clears> now to get your hustle started. If you starting a if you starting a new grind, so it's like you working for somebody. You know what I'm saying? So we all have different things that we want to do. Um, like you said, whether it's whether it's entrepreneurship or whether it's people that don't have to ask, it's people that just want to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want to be entrepreneurs. Absolutely. So, we need those. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, that's cool. It's a community, like you said. Right. So And putting them in positions to be successful. A lot of times, it's that too. You know what I mean? But that's, that's why I really want to get... We have to figure out how to, like, make the education stick. Like, that's the issue I have, especially with doing events. You do an event, it's fun, everybody remember it. But if you just drop education, like, people don't leave there much. And they're definitely not going to apply that to their life. You know what I mean? I don't know what place it comes from, why they feel like we ain't been, I wasn't in the same shoes that you in right now. And you know me, so you know I was struggling before. Right, but you got to look at this interest level in education. If they're not interested in learning nothing for real, then they're not going to, it's never going to stick. Like you got to be interested in learning shit, and until niggas get interested in that itself, it's never gonna happen. Like niggas are content with being as smart as they are. They feel like since they're an adult, they're as smart as they're ever gonna be. <laughs> they don't seek self improvement at any point, and until that starts happening, so it's never. <laughs> it's never start earlier. I think we gotta really start investing. You know, more investment in the kids. Figure out a way. That's what I always wonder. Like, do we target the adults or the kids? Oh, yeah. You guys got to start with the kids. Like, I, I think the, the adults that, that, you know, can follow can come. But we got to, it's going to be some, a lot that got to get left behind. You know? But my issue, my <laughs> issue, my yeah. issue with going at the kids is what if they have a parent who doesn't have the capacity to raise them? Like, you're filling them with knowledge and they're going to be smarter than their parent at a very young age. I mean, that can cause an imbalance too. Because the parent can become threatened. Like, there's all types of shit that stems from that shit. You know what I mean? I did parent-kids events, bro. And as excited as I was before I did it, doing it, I'm just like, it's tough. It's no different than when I was coaching. Like, Mm -hmm. some parents was really just dropping their kids off like this was daycare. And then I fill them with all these lessons. We do all this work. And then practice over. Every other kid going to hold hands with their parents. They still in the gym with me waiting. We an hour late. Like, that shit affects them, too. And as much as I teach them, they're seeing... What they're seeing is going to be more effective than what they're hearing. And it's unfortunate sometimes. You plant seeds, though. I I I mean, it's worth it. It's worth it. But still, it's kind of like... I mean, we have to do something, too, or with the parents. Like, something has to give. You know what I mean? Because... (laughs) <laughs> something gotta give bro it definitely gotta be a holistic approach on so many levels uh, I think yeah. the conversation about you know um, psychology and, and going down and sitting and talking to people I think that that, that conversation needs to change um, in our community and knowing that it's okay to sit down and, and talk to somebody outside of your friends and family about somebody you know about something that's going on you know because shit we, we traumatized out here for real yeah. you know what I'm saying like I'm shocked real. a lot of us have progressed as far as we have honestly yeah. based on what I be finding out happened to, to everybody and shit mm-hmm. cause you know you know what you know when we younger and then when you get older the people you, that stuck around you find out some shit that was going on with them behind the scenes type shit right. yeah and that be fucking my head up like damn you really got through that shit like that's mm-hmm. crazy you know what I mean and, and those are the things that 
also, the more you know, the more you don't know type shit. Like, and the more you see, the more you understand. So, like, I be seeing those people, and then I instantly think about everybody else who couldn't, didn't have the capacity to get through that shit. You know what I mean? That shit made them fold. Like, that shit was, it ended them. I get it though. I understand. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I mean, I don't know. I'm 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 learning a hard lesson right now is to let people drown. It goes against my nature. You know what I mean? It's such a hard concept, but I I do understand it's necessary. But it doesn't make it any easier the fact that you understand this is what needs to be done. Right. And I think that's the part that people don't get. Like, just because you see somebody who has bought into trying to live a happy lifestyle and do things a different way doesn't mean shit isn't equally as hard for you as it is for them. Even though they do it every day, this shit is still not easy. It's easy just to go back to your old life and do shit the way you always did shit. Right. But still buying into this new life a hundred days in when it's just like, especially if you don't really have a lot of that you feel like a lot of value you're seeing from it. You're just like, trust the process, trust the process. Right. Them days get long as fuck, man. These don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like being in a desert, bro. With no food, no water left. You just got to keep walking and trust like it's something it's out summer. there. It's coming, right? And yeah. some people just gonna lay in the sand and die, bro. And us, I just go. I gotta keep going because yeah. it's something out there. <laughs> like it's some water out this bitch, right. and I'm gonna dive in this motherfucker. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm like cannonballing this bitch as soon as I get there, bro. But I can't <laughs> yeah. stop. Right. At some point, it just feel like a waste if you do. Like I haven't been in it this long. If mm-hmm. I stop now, what was it all for? Right. <laughs> the the end got to be closer to the beginning. Mm-hmm. So you gotta keep going, bro. Yeah, I would have ever stopped anything with regrets or what ifs. Even the shit that that people look at as fuck ups. You know what I mean? I don't look at my shit as fuck ups. I stopped doing that a long time ago. Wins and lessons. Yeah, like (laughs) a long time ago. And now I'm getting to the point like that's I'm starting to understand. I just have to accept the decisions I make. It's not always it's and I don't even look at it as good or bad. It's not always gonna be good or bad. Like a lot of times it's it's what's best for me at the times. A lot of times I'm just being selfish. And in, in some capacities, I feel like I've earned that right based on whatever I did or who I am. I feel like I've earned that right. And I'm at a space to where I'm willing to deal with, like, the backlash of everything I do. So now I'm comp- I have no conscience about these decisions. Like, I don't go back on myself. I don't doubt so myself. Like, yeah, I make a decision and I stick with it. Even if I can kind of see it turning, I'm like, this is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not jumping shit. Like... <laughs> Nah, we gonna plug this leak and we gonna keep fucking going. <laughs> like this is what it is, yeah, that's, that's and it makes things sure. easier. You know what I mean? It doesn't. That's why I see the bigger picture now. It doesn't give you more bad decisions or good decisions. It just makes things easier. It just makes you easier living with your decisions, and that's what I want to be like. I'm a super, super, super movie buff. Just was watching Gemini Man and movies like that. The concept was just like getting to a peak of success and keeping your mind and keeping your body, your soul intact. Mm-hmm. Because some people get to a level of success and they can't live with what they had to do to get that success. Right. So that, he, bro's a contract killer. So that was a concept. Like he got mm-hmm. old and they was like, you know, they grow a conscience after a while and they don't, they don't want to do this shit no more. Right. He's just tired. You feel me? Like, and I'm getting to that point now where I'm, I'm seeing bigger shit and I'm like, I'm making decisions based on, okay, well, I, can I be able to live with this decision at a hundred thousand dollars, at you know, at what what I'm doing it for, right. but can I live with what I have to do? Right. And is it worth it? You know what I mean? Do I really want that? Because if I have to do this to get this, do I really want this? Right. And sometimes people try to convince themselves they want this and they do a bunch of shit they regret or 
that was against their moral code or whatever the fuck happens. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. I'm past all that shit, bro. Like, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. And I realized my compassion was, it was holding me back. Because uh-huh. I literally wouldn't make decisions because I just, I'm a forward thinker. So I can see how this is about to affect these four people. Uh-huh. And if it's severe enough, I wouldn't do it back in the day. Right. Just because of them. No matter how much upside it brought me, I wouldn't do it. You know, and now a lot of decisions you make, especially niggas who ain't supposed to be around, it's going to negatively affect them. You know what I mean? It has to. <laughs> it bothers their presence. You can't get wet trying to save every nigga drowning. Yeah, that's so a I fact, bro. And, that, and that's a hard lesson. <laughs> well, you've always... Because when I was growing up, like, I was always a safety net for my friends. I was always the point person. I was always the psychologist. I was always the go-to. And I was rarely the one that could go to them with my shit. So, literally, you just got to sit and listen all the time. You know what I mean? And when I was younger, I was super isolated. Like, I was just in my head all the time, playing out everything. So, as I got older, I realized it was, like, a gift, not a curse. You know what I mean? Because I used to hate that shit. But when I got older, I'm like, okay, like, I'm cautious. Like, for a reason. You feel me? I'm cautious in every scenario. Like, I'll sit and play out the day. And if shit look at how I thought it was going to look I move how I said I was going to move Every fucking time bro I have to uh-huh. Even when it doesn't play out for me But I realize the bigger picture uh-huh. We know what we know and we know it So we make a decision I, Some people are like oh I should have did this You know it's, right. you made this decision right. So now you, where are you going to go from here right. You feel me because it's done Right you said what you had to say, and people don't realize once you say some shit, it it's in the back. universe. You cannot bring that back in. You know what I mean? You cannot bring so if you how you talk, what you feed will grow. So how you talk about yourself, like you can't take that shit back. It's it's just fluttering around you. You put it out there. Your word is powerful, bro. And sometimes, and what I realized is, I wasn't that person. I was the person who was sitting around that shit, and I and I knew I was so fucking secure and protected. I knew I could be in that environment uh-huh. and survive, but it's, it starts to tear at you yeah, and wear yeah, at you over the years. Uh-huh. And you start to just feel miserable. No reason. You yeah. can have a good day, and I'm just irritated as fuck. Yeah, no reason. Throw the whole day away. Like, I used to do that all the time. Like, I'm done with the day. I go get in bed. Like, it's a wrap. Damn. Like, we're going to try tomorrow because right. I'm so irritated. I, and I don't even know why, so I know it's going to fuck with me the rest of the day. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Protect I your like, energy. Compartmentalize all of that shit. Like yeah. my work shit. Once I'm done with work, boom, all that shit's done. I take that badge off, boom, that shit's done. Yeah. I go to my second job, boom, that's the whole second job. Uh-huh. When I'm off of that shit, boom, all that shit's left there. Whatever stress I had there, it's got to stay there. Because uh-huh. <laughs> you see all these gray hairs. I used to that shit home. And in the Marine Corps, you got to eat that shit. Like the jobs I had after that shit, taking that shit home, phone call, all this shit, like nah. If you if you take if you let shit bleed over, I mean even in your regular life, like if you let you know what I'm saying, an argument you have with your friend bleed over into your relationship, like this shit's gonna eat that shit. You mm. can't. You gotta be able to separate. You it's know all drain energy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And you only got so much energy in a day. Right. So yeah. once you're done, it's okay to say you're done. Mm-hmm. Put all that shit down. It's a wrap. <laughs> you know your limits, but that's knowing yourself too. You know your limitations, and I know if I stay here any longer. <clears throat> gonna be bad for everybody so let me just get on out of here you know what i mean and and two you start to grow older and respect that about each other and and that's what i start to realize like who my real close friends was we know all each other's tendencies we we know each other you know what i mean if somebody was just to get up and go, I would never feel away. I'm just right. like, it was his time to go. Yeah, I'm yeah. to the point where can't nobody <laughs> make me feel away. <laughs> I want to get to that point where it's yeah. if, you, if you get to the point where you're close, I can feel it. I'm going to just move around you. Right. Yeah. 
if I'm upset, it's my fault at this point. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you got to look at it. So mm-hmm. what's some ways, we'll just go around the circle. So what's some ways y'all feel now, who y'all are now based on who y'all was 10 years ago? <coughs> some coping mechanisms, some things that you feel like helps day-to-day making, because we go through a thousand decisions every day, thousands of them. So what do you feel like helps you make the decisions that get you closer to where you're trying to go based on 10 years ago? Uh, for me, man, to be honest, like I just mentioned a second ago, um, the law of attraction, man, really just understanding um, that thoughts are powerful, your words are powerful, and just saying, like, you know, every situation going through life that, um, you know, you can't control a lot of stuff that's going on in the world, but what you can control is how you feel about, you know, what's going on, you know what I'm saying? And so anytime I, I get into a situation where I, I feel my energy going towards that negative lane, I immediately change my thought process, like, oh, nah, you know what I'm saying? And and that just helps you to stay in that positive mindset more, you know what I'm saying? Stay in a positive mind frame. So whatever it is, you got to draw your mind your mind to the, like, all right, I'm going to be straight. Like, if something's going on, let me look at who your kids, you know what I'm saying? Just like I see you love your kids, like my son, you know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. Like, just thinking of him hooping, thinking of him running track. Like, mm-hmm. you feel me? Like... I, I cut my mind to my business because I love business and development, you know what I'm saying? So I'll, I'll go dive into the computer and, and start doing some work, in, and that's my zone, you know what I'm saying? That, that'll give me my, my sheet. And so really just finding those things that make you happy, you feel me? Mm-hmm. That when you're in those moments of despair, you can draw to those. And, and not that you're not, not dealing with the things that, you know, because you still got to deal with whatever's going on in your life. But now at the end of the day, deal with them. Yeah, yeah, it's easier because you're tackling the problem from, a, from, from not a negative perspective. Right. Whereas, whereas if you wake up, and you go ahead and, and dive into whatever's going on. Now you salty, you know what I'm saying? So now opportunity that you may have, you may have ran into somebody that would have said, "Hey, what's up?" But you mad, so you're not even looking at nobody. You're not even trying to talk to nobody. So you might have missed the the opportunity for the right. thing that you was trying to do in the first place because you didn't took yourself out the game for the day. You feel yeah. me? So it's like keep yourself locked in. Like you can't control every thought you got, but you can right. control your emotions and how you feel to it. And that's really your thoughts right there. You know what I'm saying? When you feel like you salty, you mad about something particular. You know what I'm saying? It's something that's going on. When you when you upset and you, yeah, you might not be able to pinpoint, but you know, like, all right, it's your thought process right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, let me go ahead and change that to the left or something that I love. Let me go who? You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's like, so let me more, go. The more you know yourself, the, the more energy you save. Facts. Like, Facts. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how I used to be like, like you said, go to for everybody's problems. Mm-hmm. It's like you wear that shit. So, like, mm-hmm. Like, you know they're your friends and everything, so they going through something. You like you feel like you're going through it as well. But yeah, hell now yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. some of that shit's not warranted. Like, yeah. that's how I had to do. I had to find, like, what's my peace? You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going through shit during the day, it's like, I can go to this and then just block all that out. Or use that energy towards, you know, that negative energy. Turn it positive. Do it right. towards something. Like, yeah. drawing, art, whatever, music. Mm-hmm. Just us collaborating with, like, the whole good life thing. You know, mm-hmm. trying to... Find ways to build a brand or find ways to put ourselves more out there to where, you know, we become a household name. Just things like that. It kind of just block you out. Like, mm-hmm. I, ain't, I don't even remember what was going on hours yeah. ago. Whether it be yeah. an argument with your girl or, yeah. like, yeah. niggas is no turn. Yeah, that shit like, go, bro. Right. Uh-huh. That shit um, go. I guess my approach was way different because 10 years ago, it was a whole different world. Like, <laughs> y'all got to think. I was in the Marine Corps, so the negative energy y'all talking about, they love. Like, Free reign. Like, mm-hmm. if you want the violence, they're there for mm-hmm. Like, you want to throw them, it's cool. Like, whatever you want. Yeah, so, yeah. Coming back out here, you got to learn to bring all that shit back. Like, uh-huh. you can't just let it go. You got to learn to, you was talking about coping mechanisms. Yeah. 
the, the upbringing I had going straight into the Marine Corps, it was like, I was super limited. I had like two, it was either throw them or you might want to move around. <laughs> so mm-hmm. learning to talk to people, learning to listen to people. So that's, if you don't know that stuff, it's, it's real tough. So just learning to stop and listen, take 30 seconds, 40 seconds to understand that. Anger don't have to be your first reaction to frustration. You got the option to react however you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you stop and listen to the rest of whatever else is going on, you might not be so frustrated because most of the time niggas make decisions that are best for them in the moment, like mm-hmm. my dad. And very rarely is that malicious, especially towards other people. So if you buy off the handle immediately, you're you just lining up with where they headed. For real, <laughs> it ain't personal either. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you'll get a perception. <laughs> like people like me come with a perception. Like you're yeah. already perceived as angry. So yeah. You, if enough people perceive you as angry, you'll come with that perception. And then you're already yeah. starting from behind. So even on the positive day, niggas will think you're mad. And now niggas... God, that's right my home. whole life. So now you don't have the, <laughs> the actual energy. You can't shit. You know, those two things are totally yeah. different. So I get it too. Like, niggas think I'm always mad. And that's yeah. a great day. But once you accuse me of being mad, that'll turn it. Like, yeah. <laughs> that'll turn it real fast. It's yeah. the opposite for me. It's so crazy. I'm always so like energetic and you know talkative that mm-hmm. when when I'm just feeling like I want to chill people feel like I'm salty I'm like I'm just chilling bro that's and it and I relax too everybody else can yeah relax. that's it yeah I can't relax like the I can't I gotta entertain all the time yeah well, facts <laughs> that's funny that's and it's kind of a double-edged sword I would say definitely as my mind has changed because back in the day I would just see niggas like fucking bowing through people and I'm like fuck you know what I mean but now I got that mentality and it's like I'm going straight so like if you in the way I mean it's not personal right get out the way if you don't get out the way you you know what I mean you must think you're invincible so it's it's kind of like I get it I see both sides you know that's why I said earlier like I'm just trying to understand people now I spent too long trying to agree or disagree with niggas Cause then you get five things y'all agree with and five things you disagree with. It's like yeah. you always gonna go back and forth. It don't. It could be anything random. Everything is <laughs> we would argue sports for hours. For hours. Yeah, yeah. I don't even that's argue that's sports yeah. with niggas you no already know. more. You already know. We all I don't got ten way. minutes for niggas no more. Man. I can't. None of it's facts. They it's say five things so that just right. yeah, I know right. they don't know and they talking about. Down. I'm done. I ain't even listening no more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you said, it's all subjective though. Like you know it saying? is, and that's why you gotta accept sometimes that it's we fun. see it's some. Fun, though. Yeah. So it's in fun. sports and in life, too. you gotta be like, hey, we gotta just agree to disagree sometimes, but be able to find the common yeah. ground so we can yeah. move forward. Because it's a lot of shit that we can find common ground on and be like, all right, yeah. let's move forward on this and just, you know what I'm saying, still make shit happen. You feel me? A lot like, of shit is perspective. You got to, you know, look at yeah, exactly. your shoes. Yeah. Niggas be, ha- niggas be having fucked up perspectives. Yeah, that's though. true. I mean, try to make sense of it. I mean, try to feel like it's just me. It I want to take the hit. But well, look, bro. So, so but it's them, bro. It's them. But look, It ain't me. Look, though, bro. So, I've seen this crazy test, which some of y'all might have seen, like, which your listeners ain't going to be able to see. But, like, bro, dude hold up like a can. But we're going to hold this up, right? So, he had this in front of him. He told, he told dude. He was like, all right, tell me what you see. So, what you see? Optimo Silver. All right. I see Surgeon General warning okay. tobacco. You feel me? No matter what you tell me, bruh, 
I, we looking at the same thing, but mm. I see something different. You feel mm. me? And so we gonna argue each other all day about you gonna tell me to say optimal. I'm gonna tell you to say the surgeon general. <laughs> what is this, bro? What is this dude nobody talking about? Wrong. <laughs> nobody's, wrong. nobody's wrong, bro. You know what I'm saying? How the backwards so, world is he living yeah, in? So, so, so it's like it's, it's about us saying like, all right, let's fuck that. What can we find that we both can see that's the common, same thing? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause we ain't gonna never. But it's hard to find that, cause most niggas is friends based on their negative relations, not yeah. based niggas on the things they positively what, relate on. They really don't like each other for real. Some and people at the end of the day, wake up and just argue. Like niggas don't. That's one of the that's negative they things. Shit. They don't argue and they don't have a good day. That's one of the negative things I would say social media brought to light. I wouldn't say it created. I wouldn't say it created, but it brought a platform that niggas could niggas could say whatever they want and not get punched in the mouth. And it wasn't like that back in the day. And it hurts me so You know what I mean? My favorite era was medieval times. The renaissance, like medieval times, if you had a problem enough a nigga, he'd come to your house. And he like, all right, da 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 happened. We gonna come out here and fight to the death, or you gonna shut the fuck up? (laughs) And they shut the fuck up more than not. They would just shut the fuck up. We'd be at work, but you got the option to just come out in your front yard, and we could just if you mad enough at me. (laughs) I heard you was talking at the pub, nigga. If you mad enough, I'm here. (laughs) That's base housing, like bro. You got a problem at work? You can take your blouse off. Y'all can go outside and turn a lot. And wherever blood we, we need that. We need that. Like, y'all yeah. live in the same neighborhood. Back to the hand, like, bro. Maybe when technology get where we can reach <laughs> through that bitch. Maybe when it get there, things will change. The <laughs> <laughs> Just go through the screen. Yeah. Like, what? I, like, what? <laughs> Come here. Like, there was no crime. Like, nobody locked their doors. Everybody was cool for the most part because... If you had an issue, if you shut up about it or you took it to the nigga's yeah, house, we gonna settle it. Was, that was it, and that was all. Yeah. Niggas, they like, have. Yeah, How did y'all settle issues in the Marines? Like, if you had a disagreement with somebody, I mean, either you shut up about it, or you go outside with the <laughs> things, huh? Because you gonna argue all day. You not either. You gonna agree to disagree, which nobody ever did. Right. Yeah. You gonna throw. You gonna go outside. You gonna throw them, like because. What else is there? Fuck it, yeah. save time. I ain't gonna argue with you, look. Yeah. I know what it's about to so go. How you, so, how do you <laughs> feel about the winner then? So, if I beat your ass, I'm right. If I can beat your ass, is that how that works? Nah. We'll prove that I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just think that. I just think that. Like that I, just I never think you wrong. I just think that at some point that humans are primal. You know what I'm saying? So at some point, we just got to throw them things. Look at like, like this. Like, it, it happens that just think you'd have been in a situation like even the coolest nigga. Like, uh, you done found yourself in a situation where you got to choose to throw yeah, things. Look, like, think about it like this. Think about it like this. You right. In a world like that, a nigga like that that never loses a fight is never wrong. How many of them Marines are white? A shit ton of them. Mm-hmm. And how many of them transition right into being cops? A shit ton of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's, that's think the person it's going to create. Mm-hmm. So you're right. It does create it's a, a fucked up, up world, world, man. And so backing that shit back coming out is weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird. You see it from the other side. Like, damn, you can't just punch everybody. Like, that's yeah. gonna solve everything. It'll solve a lot of them. That's not cool. We used to play basketball. <laughs> people with horrible attitudes. Like, as soon as they come in the gym, they mad as shit. At yeah, the world. you already know. I can feel it dribbling. Like, I'm gonna have to punch <laughs> this nigga. Yeah. In the third quarter, I might have to push this nigga because he acted wild. 
My craziest time I had to say was probably Northland. It was uh, the beginning of the season. We used to play at Thomas Washington. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking 06, man. Oh, Me and Carl, bro. It was two white dudes on their team. We used to have, like, race wars with these niggas. On the <laughs> they played so dirty, but and it was nice, too. That's yeah. what made it more fucked yeah. up. Yeah. I couldn't just talk shit and fuck around. I had to actually play. These niggas was good. And they, like, 6'6". Six, six. Bro, me and Carl used to go out these niggas. We all leaving the game with scratches, bro. Bruises, everything. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and it was a war, bro. And but but I could respect them because they was they was racist and they just said they was racist. Like I can't respect when people hide who they are. Yeah. If you a weirdo, just say you a weirdo. We all can move <laughs> on our lives. We get a. It's weird because y'all niggas got to lie, but we can see who the fuck y'all is. And y'all trying to lie to an aware nigga. Bro, Columbus and Ohio in general is. Like, Way nigga, we see you. <laughs> we know what's up. Because I don't think people realize the numbers. Like, yeah. once you get outside the city, oh, it's black ridiculous. people don't, we don't exist. exist for real. Yeah. So, I, if you've never met a white person that's never met a black person, it's wild. The questions they have are fucking crazy. Mm. Um, and that's a lot of Ohio. Like, black that's people a lot of Ohio. only make up. Newark, Zanesville, Cambridge. I mean, at least like, those yeah. those places are It's more real lynchy once you start yeah. to get yeah. to the smaller cities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Black people only don't be here after dark. <laughs> in general, yeah, just in general. Fourteen percent of the population yeah, here. So, so outside yeah, the major cities, it's 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 slow. They be shocked, bro. Yeah, yeah. I be getting gas and just be watching. <laughs> when you've been talking, I get gas in the car. Like, like damn. Yeah. <laughs> you been talking to these niggas. Always, bro. I hate having to go inside. They get their consumption from TV, though. How yeah. you going to learn me from TV? Like, that's right. how you think I am, bro? Fucking Tyler Perry. That nigga don't know. Between Tyler Perry and Gangsta Raw that got us playing, like, that's how I had that conversation. Like, shit. It's crazy. But what the fuck do we do? I feel like we just... Nah, we got to just keep like, creating our platforms. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it, it's crazy as I think that Tyler Perry's content is. He has a lane. But him yeah. doing what he did as far as I respect that studio, what he's doing. I just don't respect the art. I don't care. Yeah, I, 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 I don't care for either. Yeah. But, and I'm an art person. A, I don't give a fuck yeah. how much money he got. How does that benefit it's, me? It sucks. <laughs> I really hate it, bro. I get but, to look at your art and appreciate it. I don't get to did, enjoy his money. I don't give a fuck bro. how much money he's he made. He's unapologetic, though. His art does, sucks. He does. He invests <laughs> back into the community, though. <laughs> The plays was good. He invests back into the community. And That's I appreciate it. And I'm and so, happy for that. So having that studio. I'm happy for that. <laughs> having that studio gives a lot of people the platform, you know what I'm saying, to do, to do stuff, to but create art. You ain't like Acrimony or the one with I don't like none of that. No, I don't like none of his shit. Nah, I'm good. The play like was good. The no, plays, plays were good at first. His plays are good. His plays are good. I ain't seen them recently. I just Before think the movies got big, I seen the play. They was cool. Because he wasn't in them, though. Yeah, and, I'm then good I, on all of and then I can't take you serious in no other role. It's like, bro, stop, yeah. stop playing with me, man. He's such a bad do? fucking actor. <laughs> Why he do? I forgot <laughs> about that movie. Alex Cross. That Alex Cross movie. He's a, he I forgot I sat through that shit. It was a terrible I forgot I sat through that fucking movie. Yeah, because you're a movie head. So once you commit to something, you got to see how it is. That's me. I gotta see how. I, that's why I hate, like, especially at night. Like, if I'm ready to go to bed and I'm committed, so I'm like, fuck, why don't I don't know. Start watching. Yeah, that's why I won't even do it. No. I gotta watch. I this see three shit. and a half <laughs> hours. I'm like, no. <laughs> On a day when oh, I ain't yeah, doing yeah, shit, nah, <laughs> I, can't do I can't watch it in halves. So I gotta no. sit in series. Then I gotta watch that shit again. A series. Then I gotta tell up. somebody about that yeah, shit. That's what happened with Tiger King. I ain't wanna watch it, but you know, I was yeah, yeah. Watch it. you oh, had to. Yeah, you had to. Next one. That's fucked up about nowadays. That piece of history information needs to be in everybody. I don't give a fuck what nobody got to say. Everybody needs to be aware of his existence. Tiger King. 
that's that's the key. That's the key slogan of just be yourself. Oh my god! (laughs) Just be yourself. That poster need to be in your office. (laughs) Be yourself today. (laughs) Buddy, I I I have nothing bad to say about that man. He's a one of one. Yeah, yeah. He 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 don't give up. He still don't give a fuck. Usually a nigga switch sides. He just (laughs) he's convinced. Nah, he does. Nah. He nah. knows the fuck he wants yeah, and don't going. want. Yeah, nah. He's he's locked in. So we gotta switch lanes. Who better? Will Smith or Denzel? Oh, Will Go. Smith. Will Smith. I'm sorry. Listen, okay. As far as Listen. acting. I say Will Smith. As far as acting. About acting? Oh, yeah, right. range is all around. Thank I, you. I would say Will Smith. You say Will Smith? Denzel got like three roles. And once you get him outside that lane, it's... He got some other good shit. Nah, Denzel got And I got in a couple roles, arguments man. and I was wrong about that. Denzel got, got some other roles. He got some other roles, He did. He, did. he like, was good, young I, Denzel. But I, I think he got comfortable. Let me see. Let's think about that. Will never got comfortable, I don't think. Nah. He took very risky roles. Denzel took safe road. That new pigeon movie he's in. I don't know if Will be more versatile because I would say he's more versatile, but I don't know if he's better than Denzel though. Like I didn't know Denzel was on a TV show either. Like, is he a better actor? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he is more versatile. And he's a solid, solid actor. But I don't. I'm sold on Fresh Prince. It's tough. Denzel's better. Denzel, bruh. Denzel's better at his lane, but. Will Smith can do a whole bunch more lanes. So it's LeBron and MJ then. Pretty saying. much. <laughs> okay. I'm but Samuel L. Jackson better than both of them. Oh, Ooh. for sure. Better Sam. Than- yeah, but he's in a league of his. Nah, him and Morgan Sam Freeman is a Same is a super lane. Him and Morgan Freeman and they have the same. Is Samuel does his lane and everything. He does, and everything he does. They he just, book him to be him, but yeah, <laughs> he does it's the easiest well. job in the road. He's got the most. Same motherfucker five times. See you gross, in June, gross, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> but nah, Denzel's better than Sam. Come on, you think so? Acting wise. Sam's a good actor. Oh, no, he is a really oh. good actor. Ooh, that's tough. Sam is it's only tough because we seen him in so much shit. Sam is good as hell. I ain't gonna lie. And his early shit it's was a lot different than it Now, he was more versatile you know, when he was younger. Yeah. What was that? Uh, the Kingsman. That is my, that's my, my shit, favorite bro. Favorite you seen the second one? Yeah. Oh. It's, like, it's two of them. They he working on the third one. What are you gonna say about his role in Kingsman, though? Oh, that was my shit. Because it was so it's, random. It's really, not a, it's really not a good role, though. It wasn't. It wasn't. It like, wasn't. we talk about acting. Like, I wonder why he took that role. Exactly. It's probably like a favor or something. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can I do this? It's like yeah. that was that was. Like, yeah. But that's that's yeah, a new like, that's a new actor like kind of series too. A yeah. lot of people in that series is new up and coming niggas. Yeah. That's so when they had him, I was shocked. I fuck with yeah, that. I was shocked for real. I do fuck with the movie. Oh, that shit hard. I'll be looking at Sam. I mean, like, did that Washington one took it? No, man. No. No. Will Smith might have took that. Will Smith turned out the Matrix, man. Stop That's it. Crazy <laughs> still, yeah. bro. That's crazy. <laughs> he probably don't even give a fuck. Yeah, That's what's him. so crazy. Nah, he said he's like, that's the one, you know, but he said he regretted, but at the same time, like, you know, he don't he know. Fit, he don't know man. if it would have been the same effect that it is. I know now, I can so say that now because we seen it, but <laughs> yeah. he wouldn't have fit. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that shit wouldn't have been right. Because yeah. Will Smith yeah. couldn't play John Wick, so it's, I, I no, can't see it. Nah. So he couldn't have fit in that role. It'll always look like that. Right, right. like Matrix like, created a whole <laughs> fucking new genre. So y'all just bro. shot Will Smith down on a couple rows, so he better Denzel still? Yes. Because a lot of shit Will Smith did, Denzel couldn't do. Men in Black. 
No, I agree. But but it's some shit that equalizer is just a. I mean, it's some, I mean, Will Smith could not have done training day, nigga. Nah, he couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't. Not like Denzel, nigga. He could. Nah, I don't see that. He just made the same movie like four times. Exactly. Has he ever been a villain, like a bad person in a movie? Um, kinda, but he's, I don't know. He's always like the anti-hero. It's, it's weird. I don't know. He just do whatever he wants. <laughs> he just does whatever he fucking wants. I mean, but he's earned that, I guess. Who's the best black female actress? That's so tough, man. In movies? Yeah. I don't know. I like Taraji, bro. I was gonna say, I like Angela Bassett. Man, I don't know. That's tough, bro. That's real tough. Cause it's like it's like. I mean, it depends on what you would be looking at too. Cause women's roles are so different. Small access, small access. Yeah, I like Neil Long. That is my favorite. But shit, I like Whoopi. That's what I'm thinking. That's where my Whoopi might be. Sister Act Two is my shit. That is, bro. That movie's underrated. Right now, I will watch Sister Act. Right now, that movie's underrated. But then you go color purple when it's a whole different person. It is. Then you sing No Happy Day when it comes on. Oh yeah. I don't even know where he at. You watch Denzel Washington movie. It's Denzel Washington in something. It's Denzel Washington. You always know. Safe House was. The Equalizer. Like he got a bunch of like movies that's the same. This is same. a movie. Hold on. I would say Equalizer. Equalizer 2 was good. The first one was, I mean, yeah. it was all right. 2 was cool. His movies are just cool. They're not, I mean, it ain't groundbreaking shit that he's doing. How is he any different than Bruce Willis? That's true. Okay. Okay. So who's the best? Who are we saying? Is Will Smith the best? Nah, he better than Denzel. Well, who's the best? Oh, who did I say the best male actor was? Black male actor. I'm going with Morgan. He up there. He up there. That's my nigga. He got the voice acting too. He got classic Shawshank Redemption. Right? Oh, that's my mm-hmm. shit. He's, yeah. he, he lives forever, so it's like. <laughs> <laughs> he literally is God. <laughs> he didn't just play God. He is yeah, God. He's real. Yeah. 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 He's got some real. You know, yeah. Bruce Almighty? Yeah. 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 That was Old funny. as fuck. Played the part perfectly. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Olympic. Uh, what is Olympic? Olympic. You mind if I change something? I want to ask you something. Yeah. How would you feel about if you was in the league about coming back? Like, personally, like, if it was like, all right, we sitting here and it's like, all right, you got to come back. Like, you as a person, like, is COVID going down? Like, you feel safe to come back and play? Like, you got to play? Mm. How you feel? I don't know. I wouldn't feel like I had to play. I would feel like, I, I would feel like it was a rush back. I would hold back. I mean, just hope I have fucking leverage to do that. Because that's Brian. another thing. How many niggas got that leverage Brian. to do that? Yeah, not many. They got to come to work. They ain't got no fucking choice. That's what's crazy. Shit, not some of them. They nah, bank man. account is negative. Everybody, <laughs> it's be a paycheck to paycheck. Just they working to get out of a hole right now. <laughs> <laughs> they got to play. Nigga. They got to hit all these shots. <laughs> Catch is hurt yeah, right now. I can't miss. Catch is hurt right now with the COVID checks they didn't got in the league for real. So it's like, damn. When, what? You I think, guess you do. You think Cash yeah. wasn't th- thinking was planning to get a pay cut? Mm-hmm. No. You they was spinning. Yeah. Definitely. You, spin it. You'll a certain lifestyle. Yeah. Now you can't afford that. You can spin it before you get it. Because once you get a league and they know you're getting money and yeah, contracts, you, you can get advances. So. You can sign over anything. Yeah. And think about it. 
That's how they get in the debt like that. <laughs> Spending that money before they get it. Start paying that shit back. I've been noticing a lot of celebrities been selling shit, but yeah. <laughs> shit for sale. Like, yeah, it's bad now. They ain't got no bread, bro. Because they was living off credit to begin with, and now it's time where you really need cash. Niggas is fucked. <laughs> Niggas is fucked. That's why I've just been trying to switch up how I've been doing shit. And now, like, definitely once we get out of this, it's just going to stick. Like, it kind of don't make sense to do things the old way. Like, everything, I'm definitely making sure I keep my cash on hand. I think I'll get me in safe. Like, you don't feel like credit is safe, though? I mean, it is. I'm still going to work on that and definitely add that. And I understand that world. You know what I mean? But I'm thinking just differently now. Yeah, not even, yeah, not yeah. even in the case of an emergency. Just... In case some shit fucking comes available. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just in case some shit come available and I need some cash. We're saying the same shit. Like shit, I'm... Nah, you good, dog. But shit been fucking weird. Man, you know some, some shit on Earth. Got hip to, man. Yeah, shit what? been weird. What? Because every, everything's just been accelerated for real. I think that's why things been so weird. Like, niggas, I don't fuck with them where it kind of got accelerated. Like, I'm just, everything is feel like it's happening, like, yeah. every day. You know what I mean? Some shit that we used to project, like, two weeks out. Now it's happening. Mm-hmm. And nigga just text me some weird shit the next day. And I'm like, yeah, it's a wrap. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, we ain't about to be cool no more. That's crazy. Uh, All right. Well, take care. <laughs> like, he said, we about the to old pointless cool. conversations I used to have, it ain't even, it's not worth it. Because the motherfuckers who's yeah. been in my corner and who's solid and who's actually here trying to do what I'm trying to do. I don't run into issues with these niggas. We don't gotta argue. We don't gotta fight. It's no disagreements. We <laughs> we have conversations and just put our own perspectives and points of views. But there's not disagreements or we're not trying to convert this nigga to how I think. I'm just being myself around this nigga, vice versa. Right. And it should be that simple. So if it's not that simple, then something's wrong. Like right. there's a disruptance. Like niggas, you know what I mean. Something has to change. So if it's me, that's cool. Like if I need to remove myself, that's what it is. I don't know. I just don't feel like anything I disagree with my friend over is gonna make me wanna like really remove myself unless it's something real personal. But like any any personal view you have, I could really disagree with that. And at the end of it, it's gonna be like, well, all right, <laughs> now what? Like, right, see you tomorrow. Yeah, like, <laughs> because you believe that, like, depending on what it is. Like, if you don't fuck with something that I am, like, if you don't fuck with black people and you black, then yeah, I gotta get rid of you. <laughs> um, or, like, or, like, you know, you know them niggas with self hate. Yeah, I can't yeah. fuck with you. Yeah. But outside of shit like that, like, yeah. how y'all feel about people bringing up black on black crime shit right now? That's just. That's the same tired shit yeah. that happens every time. That shit is so annoying to me, bro. Like, I just. Man, it, it, I mean, crime in general. Happens. Who's bringing it up, though? I, 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 I think it's there's good. so many. Nah, I've seen a lot of us. That's the reason why I said it because we talked about you know where you said you know people you know that that don't like you know black people, black people that don't like black people. And I've just been like, man, like we so brainwashed. I'm just on social media, like, why are you like? First of all, why are you bringing this up right now? What? Like at this at this point in time, and second, like, bro, that's a myth. Why are you letting these people feed you the with this myth, like? Crime is about proximity, yeah. bro. Like, what are you talking about right now? But they're the like, same ones that think we're on government assistant the most. They're the same. But that's that's why I was saying, like, I'm just seeing shit and separating myself. 
Cause like the more, like I said, the more you know, the more you don't know. So I'm starting to connect those dots and see like this way of thinking in this person is leading them to acting and reacting this way over here. So if I'm being proactive and you know having foresight, like I'm just gonna remove myself because I already see where we're fucking headed, and I don't want to head there with you. Right. You don't want to head there with me, so it's like let's right. just right. let me just right. do a, both of us a favor. You right. can't see the train wreck. Yeah, right. and I can see it. You know what I mean? Right. And it's and it's bad for you. So I and I want to avoid that. And I feel like that's like my that's my French that's our friendship summed up. Like that's me moving on. By me not feeling like I gotta beat your ass. Like I can just walk away. Peaceful. Exactly. And you feeling the same way. Like you don't have to come after me. Like I feel like that's just the art. We was just enough friends and now we just outgrew each other. And that shit happens, bro. But mm-hmm. people are so weird about people being uninterested in them and rejection and shit that oh. niggas can't just let friendships like just dissolve. Because <laughs> sometimes that happens. Yeah, like, and they got to do some shit now to just pushes the boundaries. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't, and you ain't have to do that. So right. now, right. it's so many, it, that's why some days I'm just like, fuck. It's so many lessons we got to teach people. I, and I still got to live my life. Like, mm-hmm. I got into the education shit and then straight got out. And most people are like that because they like, I mean, that, that becomes your life. And I can't just spend my whole day trying to teach some niggas some shit y'all not about to get. So at the end of the day, I can figure out ways to drop little nuggets and gems and shit, and you know it's a fly ball. Shit, yeah, whoever yeah. catch it, you got it. But yeah. <laughs> if ain't none of your glove, I mean, yeah. shit, ain't no more balls coming, bro. Yeah. Well, See you tomorrow noon on Facebook. Said, but that's it. You can't, t- you can't tell people all stuff where you at just because they don't understand it, and mm-hmm. you, you talking to deaf ears, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, like, you gotta just... Sometimes yeah, that scares them, bro. Yeah. That, your success and your shine threatens them. It threatens their way of living and their way of thinking, bro. And it, that's personal to people. Especially, you know if they, I mean? especially if they know you. Because they see you as who they, who they knew you And it'd be the smallest shit. It, it'd be the smallest idea that somebody planted in their head that somebody having a kid young is their life is just miserable. So then they meet you and you got a kid young and they just automatically assume your life is miserable because, you know, X plus Y equals right. Z. Like, right. they auto- they automatically assume. Right. So then the people like us, again, who are actually trying to meet people and trying to form these friendships and relationships, and this person already thinks they know who you are and they don't know shit about you, it's it's kind of like, what's why waste my time? Like, what's the point of even doing this? Right. That first conversation that lets me know now, like, all right, like this ain't gonna work out. Because yeah. <laughs> you think, and I can tell you too why. Because you think this way about this and this, and I see how you live in this area. You talking to me about some nigga I don't even know. I don't even bother. <laughs> I know you talk shit about me when I ain't around. <laughs> like, right, right. So we just gonna stop this right here. Right. That involves. We ain't gonna waste that. each other's time. Involves, what, like you said, I ain't even got the time to explain it to you. If I realize that this is gonna probably be our last conversation, I'm gonna end the conversation the way I do, and you know what I'm saying that's gonna be it. Like, because some people, once you realize that they beyond, they beyond help, they don't have the capacity to understand what you even saying. You gotta let them go. It's okay. I run into that issue with younger niggas. Like that's why I can't be around young niggas no more. Nope. Under twenty five. Their way of thinking is fucking alien to me. I'm I'd be so shocked. They've never seen the world before the internet. Yeah. They've never. So everything to them is fake. Like it's like Tiger kind (laughs) of. But I see him when that game show. I was like, I knew it. Knew this nigga came for money. I knew he was lying about the hood. You don't, you don't act like a nigga who grew up in the hood. They don't act like that. 
they get all comfortable around the camera. Just like, I'm like, huh. I just watch a little shit. Like, hmm. You've been in front of the camera before, buddy. <laughs> that was the only shooting you've been around in that studio. Okay. <laughs> And it be so, that shit excites me so much when them fake niggas get around real hood niggas in the industry, man. They don't know what to do with themselves. That's why I don't give a fuck. It, I mean, he would have to do some really foul shit, but I don't give a fuck what 50 Cent does. I love it. Like, I love it. He puts the pressure on niggas. He puts the pressure on niggas because he for real with it. He ain't playing. What you gonna do? Ain't nothing worse than a hood nigga that just play all the time, bro. He Even plays. when you ain't trying to play, he nigga, just too play. Much like, you know 50 that nigga just want to shadow box. He's like, 50 move, nigga. Like, he just trying to fight you all the time. <laughs> like, he ain't going to let you live, bro. He can't At take all. a nap around this nigga. At all. <laughs> he don't got no filter, though, too. Zero. I think he's just bored, bro. He's, them niggas get bored. That's literally what he's talking about with the hitman. Like, I feel like they would just get bored eventually. Like, he done did everything now. We seeing that in Boosie. Like, we somebody yeah. just need to. <laughs> we need to find a retirement home for Boosie. He need to relax. <laughs> I don't know if his kids needed to sit him down. Somebody need to sit him down. Man, he out of control. <laughs> He acted like R. Kelly did when he started dressing 21 again. Man. I was just like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like 10 years ago. I'm like, why is R. Kelly trying to... This nigga came out with the shade, with the Kanye shades. I said, oh, no. Hide your, hide your wives, hide your daughters. He's up to something. He's on the prowl. <laughs> but the nigga made hits. I don't know. I'll shake your head. Don't shake your head. The nigga made hits. That's got to count for something. Hold on. You got to compartmentalize, bro, because there's so many people that we can talk about. You got to be able to compartmentalize. Yeah. Give me an example, though, besides. Whitney Houston. I mean, I love on Wendy. Just the music side, not the other shit. Let's talk about all these people who just in these scandals, like, and, and, Movies and stuff that you watch, anything that Harvey Weinstein produced mm-hmm. and, and funded, and you know what I'm saying, like any any of them, like who else? Uh, uh, the Cosby's, bro. Tell me you don't love the Cosby's, bro. Hell now, don't yeah. get me wrong, I did stop liking the older Bill Clinton because I, I I feel like he he left his roots. He started blaming black people for their situation. Towards, yeah, I feel like towards the end he started blaming black people for their situation. Like whereas when he was younger. He was, yeah, he got stuck in that white money. But when he was younger, he was about that action. Like, he was talking. Like, you could see a lot of his younger stuff, and he was he was about that action. It's hard. It's, like, but, but he was still was, a hood nigga when he was younger. He grew up. Nah, He bro. got up. I mean, he got yeah, up. I'm not excusing anything. But you can't start blaming black people for I'm not situation. excusing that. I'm just saying. That's I feel right. like sometimes we expect people to be a, a certain person, and they ain't them fucking people no more. Shit. If we accept niggas who they are, we wouldn't be so upset at celebrities. Nah, but True. I'm saying, and we and I can't even fathom the shit they gotta go through every day to why they act the fucking way they act. Like yeah. we don't sit and and hey. discuss that enough. I know yeah. I, I, a lot I of them niggas that. is fucked up in the head, bro. I agree with that. I watch, watch Charlotte Buff's movie, bro. His movie fucked me. That's a sad ass movie, bro. Honey Boy. And he plays his dad in the movie. It, it's a fucked up movie. But he had like PTSD when he was younger. That's why he had to go to rehab. He was fucked up, bro. Nigga was dating hard. a prostitute. They was living in a motel, bro. His dad, and he just acted at the time. He never went to school because he was acting so young. 
So he was just acting. His dad would take him and just carry around a fucking envelope with all his his stimulus money from the fucking from Disney. <laughs> Literally, bro. His dad was a a fucking clown, like an entertainer. So he envious him, bro, and he making him do all that, bro. To hit the movies, fucking nuts. The shit he had to go through, and that's the shit. You know, niggas loved even Stevens. I ain't thinking about the shit he had to go through when the camera cut off. You can tell he's a little bit fucked up. Still. Yeah, no, I, I totally, hell yeah, he's still yeah. fucked up. I totally agree with that. But shit, fuck you, Cosby. <laughs> I mean, but that was an unseen obligation for him. That's not necessarily needed. Like, so where do you feel like that comes from? Social norms. I mean, the way people are raised. Um, subconscious needs. And people don't always realize what they're looking for, what they need. Like, mm-hmm. especially as parents, like you said, we figure when shit out, we don't. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, when I you think he's mad, when I started as a dad, I'd be looking back on it now. He's <laughs> <laughs> a whole different person, and bro. My son is 14 now. Mm-hmm. And see, I met him when he was two. So, like, I got him. He was like a little pre made family with my ex wife. Um, so. We done. <laughs> we started from scratch. He was a whole little person with his own little personality, and we didn't kind of had to grow together. And it wasn't. It wasn't. It. It was a rocky road at some point, and we was both kind of figuring it out. And now, it's more like we two people, and the more I treat him like a, a person, like a per, like an adult in training versus a kid, the better off he is. Like mm-hmm. he don't get in trouble. Like the grades are kind of fine. I mean. <laughs> he does what he wants to do and whatever he wants to do is cool. And none of it seems to be <laughs> street related, gang related, the hood related, none of it. And I live in the set. Mm-hmm. And his, his mom lives in the set. So it's like if you give kids the opportunity to do what they want to do instead of trying to force them to do what you want them to do, and then they got to act out and that shit. Mm-hmm. It's cool. If you wouldn't treat an adult like that, why would you treat your kid like that? And then like, you got to understand, you got to teach kids shit like literally teach it to them mm-hmm. you can't expect them to do some shit that you never taught them literally how to do and that they don't see you do every day I watch the kids <laughs> the grass was cut terribly and I agree the grass was cut terribly and I watched them cut I'm not arguing that fact five six times <laughs> and <laughs> I done told these kids probably three or four times and stuff that and then on this fifth time I go out there like huh has anybody actually ever taught this kid how to cut the grass and I asked him, he was like, well, no, not really. I just be out here. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. He don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. You've been about. getting cozy, <laughs> shitty at this shit for something that you never you actually want to do. And then I expanded that thought process over pretty much his whole life. And I'm like, damn, you ain't really been taught to do shit. Mm-hmm. But you get in trouble for all sorts of shit. And then mm-hmm. you just learn through trial and error what keeps you out of trouble, not what's right. Right, exactly. <laughs> when you could have just learned the right way all from the beginning. That comes from parental standpoint. Not parents, yeah. You won't even but want to do half the shit. You, as a parent, never learn that you got to teach your kid how to wash the dishes if you want the dishes clean. Yeah. Not <laughs> just expect yeah, them to know how dishes. to do it. Yeah. And that's that keeping shit going, man. That's that those cycles we got to break because it's we have so much shit that's was inadvertently taught to us. You know what I mean? Like. I used to have a place, and I never give I never gave a fuck about this. But I used to tell my kids like not to play on the furniture, sit on the couches and shit. Never knew why. Never gave a shit about that. <laughs> and then one day it just clicked. Like I heard that shit so much when I was a kid, and it just stuck. Like that kids don't be on the fucking furniture. You know what I mean? So I was playing that shit out, 
And then it took for them, again, because we can talk. We can have conversations. So it took for one of them just to ask me one day, like, why? And I did not know. I was like, you know, like, wait a minute. Let me think about why. And I was just like, I don't know. Shit, like, sit on the couch, I guess. I mean, that's what it's for. Technically, I mean... And then I and then it just wasn't a thing no more. And it's and it's funny just how quickly that shit can you can just break that cycle. You know what I mean? That shit that people get so they look at shit one sided sometimes, mm-hmm. and they refuse to look at it a different way. And that's literally what causes problems to me majority of the times. Someone's just refusing to look at it from your point of view. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because then they'll realize we're not even in an argument. Like right. we're both just sharing our sides right. of this shit. Right. And they, neither one of us is right or wrong. This shit, this could be a conversation starting, but that's right. that's why people don't communicate. Because mm-hmm. there's so many dickheads out there, you know, you, we just don't want to talk to. Like, there's so many people out there I don't want to talk to because I know where the conversation's going to go. And that's sad. People assume tough conversations are arguments, and those two things are not synonymous. Yeah. That's not the same thing. Like, yeah. We can have a conversation about something that's not good, and it doesn't have to be an argument. You can, you can have a disagreement that doesn't have to be angry. Like, you can frustrate me and it not upset me. Right. And if it gets to the point where it ever would upset me, I feel like I should have the foresight or know myself enough to feel that and say, you know what, I'm okay on this conversation. Um, and I don't understand how people don't get to that point. Like, how is your the, the point from calm to angry so short? Like, when you can space that shit out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's called emotional intelligence. That makes me think they want to be angry because then it takes a lot to calm you down. Mm-hmm. It's like it took nothing to get you hot, but it took every, a whole day for you to calm down. Mm-hmm. That makes me think you wanted to be mad. <laughs> like, you was happy like that. And that that's another part of it, too. Like he was saying, like, we got to see that shit and just know, you know what I mean? And stay away from motherfuckers like that. Because sometimes people create their own misery with that shit. You want to be... Well, they was since the sandbox, like, yeah, that's cool, but they have fucked up friend to you. You know that. Right. And you know they don't even, they have no intentions on getting better. Yeah. So, we ain't about to sit here and listen to you complain about this motherfucker. Like, you should know him by now. God damn. <laughs> sandbox? Yeah. Like, what is that, 20 yeah. years? Yeah. About longevity <laughs> or, or your relationship with somebody, and I think we get caught up in that, like, oh, that's mm-hmm. my family, or that's my, you know what I'm saying, that's like, it ain't about that, it's about the, the depth of relationship. Like you, you can meet a genuine person and understand and, and build, you know, from day one from here on and be like, Oh yeah, like this is it right here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like um I, I live my life by that, you know, you know what I mean, trying to really find genuine people to help, you know, build and grow with as as we have our ultimate goal of doing things out here in life, you know what I'm saying? Like we gotta grow to other people, you know. So mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I feel like we gotta find people with common similar interests. Like people try to create that interest in their friends, and your friends are who they are. And a lot, again, a lot of times that's what's causing problems. You're expecting them to be somebody they're not. Mm-hmm. So if you need help with your website, find somebody who does websites. Don't try to convince your nigga to start doing websites so now <laughs> so you can get your website done. Like nah, this ain't that. Like, listen, the craziest thing, my girl got this method. Y'all ever play uh, Sudoku? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I tried. So, so you know Sudoku, right? So this is this is her, her method. Shout out to my girl, uh, real Colombiana, two underscores. She told me to shout her out too. But uh, she uh, 
She got this method, man, like, uh, it's called the Sudoku method, right? And I helped refine it with her a little bit, but it's crazy, like, so if you play Sudoku, you know, to win the game, you gotta fill multiple boxes with one and nine, right? Mm -hmm. And so if we apply that to life, like, and we think we all have a certain objective to complete a business, a hustle, or whatever it is, mm -hmm. like, but you gotta use other people to get that done. So you gotta use a one through nine. So you may be the one in this situation, but you can't win unless you got the two through nine. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? And so you may be the six in the equation. You may be the five, but I still need you to win the game. We still all exactly. got to win the game. And so it's really like the Sudoku method of life, like just getting everybody to realize, like, you can't be the one in every situation. But in your lane, you the one, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we need you to be the one. Like, because without you, we can't win. And without the nine, you can't win, bro. So the nine may be the... The dude who designed your website, like, nigga, that's not you, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get the nine so we can win the game. And then we can really understand it as a community, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, everybody play their role, bro. And we all going to funnel it to each other, though. Lot you feel me? Bro, bro lot would change. It would. But that, I think with that being said, like, that's the notion that people got to understand that's not being a boss. Because, like, bosses do that shit. When people look at, like, the ditties, they know how to put people in positions with talent and make money with them. And they know how to triple their fucking worth. They know how to make them worth something. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of niggas think they, they that. That's why they we can't get past that. That's why everybody can't play their role. They, they want to play the same role. You know what I mean? And some of it, too, is just because there's nobody filling those spots. So everybody's trying to climb up to those spots. It's different in cities like Atlanta, New York, Chicago. They have their top people. When you come to the city, everybody know who the top people is. In any facet of whatever you about to do in this city. You know what I mean? Somebody can tell you, like, this is who you ask yeah, about man. this. <laughs> you so know you what mean, I mean? So do you mean like we don't have that here in Ohio. Yeah. I agree. Why don't we have a black business district in Columbus? Like, that shit is crazy. Like... I don't know. We need to really have a black business district. Like, when you really think about it, like, we don't have no place to go in. Send people to, bro. And I wanted to do a directory, but I'm just like, everything's so fucking spread out. We got something. We need a physical place. I'm talking about when it's art. I'm talking about art and everything. You know what I'm saying? Business, art, music. You feel me? That whole, like, and it needs to be an area where we can go. Like, every major city has, like, they have some sort of... Black businesses. I mean, we're a big enough city to have that, and that's why I hate that we get lulled into this thing in Columbus and Ohio in general. Where it's like, oh yes, unity, we for y'all, we, but really they just lulled us to sleep. When we look at the, the at the murder rates of you know black men, I just the city we were just talking about, like Columbus is one of the worst, bro, in the country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Police wild. killing black men. Yeah, it's one of the worst in the country. One of the worst in the country. Like what? And then you realize, like, right under niggas' noses, right under our nose, bro. Yeah, we sit here feeling that's why the fuck I don't leave the house. <laughs> and we sit here feeling good, like thinking that shit is sweet. See them niggas coming out here, right? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, parking the nigga driveway right. <laughs> quickly. He's but like that's pulling me over. That's bro. crazy, though. You know what I'm saying? I didn't realize it just living you here most of my life, here, like bro, for real. Like you think it's cool, like, but and I guess you just live in your environment in your bubble, and you know what I'm saying, and you think that this is what it is, like. And it's different. You know what I'm saying? Not that it's different other places, but it's like, damn. It's like... Ohio's unique, though. Because it it's equally, too, online as one of the safest places to live in a country. And one of the best places to raise a family. That should let you know how... <laughs> and we leading in the country with police killing black people. That's how it's... Imagine like. that. That's literally the same city. 
And that's why that that's why that fourteen percent number is so important to me because it's like if you do and not counting that fourteen percent that they care with. This is fourteen percent of the niggas that live in Ohio. Like, and it's even less because everybody in this room is a black male. Like, what's half of fourteen seven percent? Like, that's fucking crazy. So if you knew that, why would you ever want to fuck up one of that? Like, you rare as fuck. Just in your own state, like, and then. Mm-hmm. There are whole swaths of millions of white fucking people that have never even laid eyes on black The thing <laughs> that you talked about, though, is that earlier you talked about that travel, though. You know what I'm saying? But realizing that we ever... You know think, how many black people do you know ain't never seen a white person? Not a single not one. Not a thing. Not a single not one. A single one. <laughs> not a single one. But how often do you hear that black people are only 14%? If you push that idea... And you continue to push that idea, and they just start realizing, like, if you're only 14%, how come every time I turn on ESPN, it's black people? How come every time I listen to rap music, which seems to be everywhere around the world, it's only black people? Yeah, I'm about to say, it's more black and brown people in the world than anything. So that's why mm-hmm. I just feel that notion, because it's like, especially now, because with technology, like, we're such a connected society, I'm talking about worldwide, so it's like, realizing, like, even if y'all, if, even if y'all think this technology shit, which also some investment shit, like we really need to get our minds around right now and start looking at ways to invest in Africa. These um, technology companies for years, like they put out some shit probably like 10 years ago, 2010, 2011, when it was like, they gathered up all your cell phones, all, all our old cell phones, and they taking them over there. I used to spend so much money. Yeah, yeah, building. But they built a network. So now Facebook just announced, you know, they built a network with some other tech giants over there. So they, everyone can be connected. They want to have internet access everywhere. What does internet access give you? The ability to learn, grow, like learn different techniques. Like now people can start investing. So those industries over here are about to explode. You know what I'm saying? And it's they behind. Like so it's about learning how to invest in that shit over there. And our money so, big over there. Yeah. Our money is big over there. So years. so it's like, come on. So we when we talk about, you know, how many of it is it really? We really outnumber them. We just don't know how to organize. So from from, from so so so, from, so starting to do that. So it's like they, you know they talk about um, you know these uh, political people. When you see how they how they rally, they do it and they organize in small groups all over the country. Like that's how they get these movements and stuff going. You talk about Black Lives Matter and all that. They do it in small groups. For some reason, we don't seek to do it in a financial way. Like and that's what we need to do. We just need to go ahead and. And, and really group together. People, and just people like, give a fuck, and people gotta stop giving a fuck. They care about societal stigmas of, well, y'all are just doing this for the money. No, we're doing this for the right reasons, but we are gonna monetize this shit too. Yeah, about education, and everything. It, it's, <laughs> like, it's, why wouldn't we, bro? It's a, it's as simple as something like this. You telling somebody like, um, a lot of people in the community, we don't know about authorized credit users. You know what I'm saying? Whereas to where, like, let's say I got beastie credit. You can be a user on my credit card. You know what I'm saying? You don't have no credit card or nothing, but you get all the positive. No. You know what I'm saying? Flow of my credit. Uh, yeah, all of that. Credit, yeah, and you're not doing nothing. You just get all the transactional history for your credit to just beef you up. You know what I'm saying? That, that credit utilization, all that stuff. So that's what these white people do to their kids. Like, they be having them on credit cards before they even 18. You know what I'm saying? She's like, they're having them sets when they're 18, credit already straight, you send you off. And it's like, one year, our, our people got to be in position, our parents. So even if they wasn't, now it's about us being in position to do that, you know what I'm saying? But even for each other right now, it's like, all right, you know what I'm saying? 
let's group economic wise, make sure somebody's credit is beastie. You know what I'm saying? And then let's start, you feel me? Get on them trades, trade lines. And then that's a do right now. You can look and he'll tell you how to sell the trade lines. You feel me? So it's like, like, damn, like you can make money off of your credit. So it's like just us getting access to shit like that. Knowledge and understanding how to monetize this shit. You ain't got to do no business to be able to monetize your credit. You just get your shit credit and you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, y'all sell to 10 people. You know what I'm saying? For two months. You know what I'm saying? $600. You feel me? That's 6000 You do that six times a year. Like, you feel me? Like, it's just little shit like I that. Like, your credit too. Yeah. Then your credit getting beastier. Like, and no one's, no one's on, no one's spending. Like, you doing the transactions. Like, so it's just knowledge based where we got to keep teaching each other. You feel me? Like, mm -hmm. so we can grow. Like, and that shit is simple. Like, you know what I'm saying? So let's just really just do that same same political shit that they do. We just do some financial shit so we can build because I feel economic wise, like that's the only way we're gonna win economically. We gotta spend money with each other. And once that's buying power changes, it's a wrap, bro. We need access to the information too though. It's here. It's here though. Information's here. That's what's crazy. We're in the information age, and that's why I tell them it's like, every, bro, like it's a it's a computer right in your hand, bro. Like you know what I'm saying, anything you want to know, like and that's why I'm so big on just us growing outside of the lanes that we in. You feel me? Because technology wise, that's what's the new boom. Like you gotta hop on this shit. Like shit is growing at a crazy rate, and that's the way to really lock in. From that, from using it some sort of way, you ain't gotta own it, you ain't gotta, but you gotta use it like some it. sort of way, you know what I'm saying, to, to make it happen. Because, first of all, jobs is about to be a wrap. Like, think about it. In our lifetime, like, we're probably gonna see the end of a lot of the jobs that are humanized right now are gonna be robots, you know what I'm saying? Think, of, the, think, of, the, think of all the plants and shit right now. Amazon, shit that's gonna automate it. Like, they got robots already. Already, already. That's what I'm saying. So the jobs that still perfected. Yeah, right now they talking about all oh, yeah, it's human and so it is. They got jobs, so they got shit moving. You just grab it and you know what I'm saying. There's a whole lane for robot trucks since the seventies. Automated trucks. It's coming. It's coming. Tesla doing that. So that's think how many industries that is. So it's about really trying to innovate. Like they do. I mean, think about they got the uh, personalist stores, Amazon. They, that's why they bought Whole Foods. They doing, ain't no people working. You coming in, your phone is buzzing you in. Everything you take off of the rack is going into your cart on the app. You put it back, it goes back. You know what I'm saying? They shit is so sick. And then when you walk out the store in your bag, it brings it in your car. Like, it's a wrap. Like, they got a couple people in the store, like a, a tenant there just to... Like you don't got to scan shit. You don't got to scan shit. Just they ain't probably a fucking technician. Like, so just think about it. That's <laughs> that all ain't just no in. worker in there you know with the saying? robots. Yeah, They're a technician. They know how to fix these motherfuckers if they work. They're just chilling. Like, you know what They're going to be so, the workers. I'm telling my kids all the time, if it's something you don't know and you on a cell phone, that's probably your fault. If you ask me, <laughs> I don't understand why. Like, you should be able to locate that information. It's that close to you. Like, you can literally talk to your cell phone these days. I ask my phone questions all the time, and it just spit me an answer right back out. So, I tell my kids, it, my phone teaches me all the time. It teaches me stuff all the time. It taught me German for free. Um, mm -hmm. It teaches me the ukulele, uh, whatever I want. So, at this point, if you're not learning stuff, not even to make money, just to better yourself. Just to learn. Just, yeah. If you want to ever just want to know something, like at this point, you literally can. Just look for it. But the buddy go cup. 
<laughs> money go fucking go. The more stuff you learn, the more you're adding value you to yourself. Money. Yeah. <laughs> the more money you learn. Like, I got to finish this German stuff just so I can learn to translate German stuff. You know how many people speak That's German right. in Ohio? Yeah. It's just in Columbus, guys. It's a German village. German village. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? They all got money. So what do you think they talk about in German? If the Mexicans speak their real shit in, in Spanish, what do you think the Germans speak in German? German, we got a German village, we got Italian village, like think of our shit. <laughs> so, and then we just got niggas scattered around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everybody can have their area, but us. That's what I'm saying. Like, people selling us our food. I mean, that's what there I'm is, saying. There is an area. It's blended. Like I live in it, and it's it's all black. And I mean, maybe it's just because I live out there and I'm biased. But that's I love it. it. No, that that and and what used to be Brownsville, that Mount Vernon area. Like, yeah. that used to be it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. That's what's missing. I, I hate that shit. Like, I wish either physically and or digitally we could get that back. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Where we just really, like, when you really think about Brownsville, like, that area out there, like, they said, like, uh, the president at the time, whoever that was, uh, I don't know if it was Lyndon Johnson, one of them came down and did the rib- ribbon-cutting ceremony oh, wow. at Poindexter Village. The dude, Poindexter, the black dude, he was, you know what I'm saying, renowned black dude. So at the time, you know, not really, you know, now we look at projects, it's like, damn, it was projects. But, you know, at the time, it was like, you know, legendary. Like, they came down and cut, they had the ribbon ceremony with the president. Like, well, Mount Vernon? Like, what? Like, but think Carl, you know, Carl Browns and all that. Grocery stores, like, before it was what it is now, like, all that stuff was black. You feel me? Like, the theater over there, you know what I'm saying? Black, like, the Lincoln Theater, like, all that stuff. Black, just think of that self-sustaining neighborhood, like. That's beastie as fuck. Mm-hmm. That should be. Do you think that should ever happen again? I think so. I think it just looked different, and I think sometimes we try to recreate what was, and we just need to we need to move on with what is. That's why I say digital. Yeah, mm-hmm. we gotta find a new way, cause cause they had to find a new way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They wasn't going off of something that was laid out for them. They had to figure it out. So I feel like we gotta figure it out. And sometimes people, they worry too much about the past and what's happened. You know what I mean? And a lot of us are here now in a position and mind's still intact to, to work together and do some shit. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we just got to do it. <laughs> we just got to take right. the chance, take the risk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's worth it. All the legends we talk about, all the movies I watch, like the niggas just went out and did it. Wasn't no talking, wasn't no nothing. They just did it, bro. Mm-hmm. And now... They're legends, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, take that risk. yeah, I'm willing to take that leap, bro. If it's moving, if it's all of us collectively moving to a new place, I'm with all that shit. And I'll definitely rearrange my life because I know how important that is. And seeing just where shit is and how people's minds are, like that's just what concerns me, you know what I mean? Because niggas ain't thinking about tomorrow. And that shit just worries me, like, <laughs> even more than it did when we was kids and I used to look at people like that. Like, you just don't worry about shit, huh? You just have nothing to lose. Right. Like, that is, you are a dangerous human being, man. Any little thing can set you off. We're moving to uh, Akon. Akon. Listen, and I. Akon City. Yeah. Man, listen, I'm that telling shit you. is crazy. I'll put some money together and make some moves. I was reading about the Garvinism in Liberia. You know about that? Like, read about it. This shit was fucking wild. Apparently, they was deporting niggas to Liberia, like, moving niggas really back to Africa. And it, and looking back on it in hindsight now, I see how it could work. 
not necessarily deported niggas like they be doing niggas now, but for letting niggas go. I mean, no, nah, if you gave black people here an option, like, yo, stop fucking with these white people and like I said, this is shit. Like option right now. Gotta, gotta give you the option right now. That's what I'm saying. And you see niggas with money moving that way and you know what the currency conversion rate is. So Stack I kind of feel bread. like that's the plan yeah. to get Stack the money here bread. and leave. At least do international not trade not with not them not. and figure out how to and go and go back and forth like this lies in the same. It's gonna be agriculture and technology is gonna be the two biggest investments in you're gonna make Africa like coming up. You could you could really really teach like back slavery, you. like history, like that shit was in the past instead of something that's still currently kinda happening. Like <laughs> like instead of every time you see somebody that's not like you, not the same race as you, you don't immediately think like, yo, you might not like me just because 'cause I'm black. Mm-hmm. And you don't immediately think, mm, me white. <laughs> so that would just be interesting to raise my kids. Now imagine the, like like millions of people thinking like this. Yeah. <laughs> and then six, seven generations of that, what yeah. that could create. But we gotta we got to learn me. before we where before slavery though. We gotta learn that history. I think that's we, the one thing that's we not do. taught. We you know do what and some of it too I think we have to I like kind of what hip hop was doing, like in the eighties and in the nineties, you know what I mean? Because it was so fly, niggas forgot. Like, they was really teaching people shit. Yeah, like, it was yeah. super, super they educational. Was. They was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so we, we got to figure out that flavor for our culture in this day and age. And like you said, it's definitely on the internet, but just making it making it a vibe, making it feel real. You know what I mean? Sometimes that's why I don't like doing a lot of shit on the internet. It just, it just seems fake. Like, I'll look at some shit I put and I know this is real and it just looks fake. I'm like, somebody would look at this and not believe that this is real. <laughs> I need credible sources. I do the Yeah, and I'm like, so I hesitate and I'm like, uh, because to them it's just appearance. They're not even going to dig deep. Whatever it looked like to them, that's what it is to them. Right. So it's playing on that too and, and just where shit headed. I just, I ain't with it, man. Like, niggas was doing a digital club and shit like I ain't like that shit is going away from what I feel like we should be on and that's the type of shit I mean like niggas is playing with shit we should be taking serious and I'm just not into I I don't want to completely eliminate social interaction I definitely want to get into technology but I think people are going too far into technology every interaction they have with you is technology Americans don't understand moderation, like in any facet yeah, of okay. anything. Okay, anything. You can't. I mean, our, our economy is built on money, and the, a goal is to make as much money as possible. Like Jeff Bezos has how many billions of dollars? Yeah. Like so, if you make if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, which is to I assume everyone in this room a decent amount of money, you know how long it take you to make one billion dollars? Uh, like ten thousand years. Like, that's for one billion. He's got like 33 of them. So, what could he possibly buy in one lifetime with all of that? <laughs> Why should anybody? That's not moderation. Like, if anybody at any point in America with any power exercised moderation, we wouldn't be in half the problems we were in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, my issue, not issue, but my dilemma, same way I feel with the black millionaires, what is their incentive to change? What is their incentive to do things any differently than the way they do it now? Exactly, they won. That's why, right? You see what I'm saying? That's why sometimes it feels it's an uphill <laughs> battle for us because it's like, yeah, we we want to work with them, but they they look at the lot of us and probably think like, oh, these niggas ain't on shit. 
I've gone into meetings with motherfuckers and they just it, the, that's the vibe. Like they don't they, they don't really take this shit serious. They're just like, eh, I done seen ten niggas this week. That's bullshit. Me, you know what I mean? Your shit sound real, but I mean, yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, well, do I really want to take the risk? That's why we gotta keep creating our own. And I'm like, that's Damn. fucked up. That's, that's, that's <laughs> so that, fucked up. That's exactly bro. why we gotta keep creating. You, you know what I'm saying? Be. And pulling together because we always talk about this spending power that we have, but it's like let's use it. <laughs> you gotta be honest if you bad tell them so they get better mm-hmm. and don't be sensitive like black people I'm not <laughs> it's okay to be sensitive with anything involving anything outside black but if you black and somebody black is telling you something about your stuff take that as constructive criticism mm-hmm. like and be open to that shit because if niggas is gonna get better it's not by everybody just buying it cause you black mm-hmm. Like, get your shit fucked up. Get your shit straight. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And be open yeah. to somebody saying that shit. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's facts. No, that's facts. And that's why it's hard for the people who legitimately are just trying to put out good products. Because, again, there's a whole half of people who look at you like, oh, they're just trying to exploit blackness to make money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because there is people out there that do that. Mm-hmm. Of all colors mm-hmm. that do that. You know what I mean? So, I get it. But then, too, that's not progressive thinking. You're, you're Again, you're looking at things one way. Mm-hmm. You're trying to compare every fucking business to the same. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. Even when they're in the same field. They're not the same. There's good businesses or shitty businesses. In any field. You look at any fucking field. There's ones that last that just you figuring out how they was hanging on. Mm-hmm. And then there's Chick-fil-A. <laughs> like, there's ones that just... They, they get better every day. <laughs> like... <laughs> They they traded soldiers in that motherfucker. <laughs> so it's it just is what it is. But people that's this is why sports used to be such a sensitive topic, because people don't understand their favorite and the best. So they they get lost in between that shit and everything. And shit some shit's personal to them, some shit ain't personal to them. You can't really talk to them about some shit. Cause it's their favorite. You can't tell me this ain't the best. Cause it's my favorite. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like do you hear yourself? It's your favorite. This ain't the best. These are two different things. You can really like this. That don't mean this is the best. Like, don't like this even, but, but even logical arguments are still subjective because everything is not equal. You know what I'm saying? Like, and no matter what you're comparing, every situation aren't equal. I mean, so, it's not. It's yeah, it's not compare, at all. To, compare, to truly compare and have an analysis about something, you got to put them in the same environment. Like when they do something, yeah, and you got to run the test, and that's how they come out with. Oh, okay. So every if it's not in that environment, then outside of that, it's all subjective. So we're saying that you know, like we talk about LeBron and. And Jordan, well, you know, there's two different eras, two different mindsets, two different body types, two different. <laughs> so it's all these different things that are different. And we're trying to say that, you know what I'm saying, let's compare the two. When, I mean, I guess you can, you know what I'm saying? We can reduce it you to definitely something. You can. You know what I'm saying? People just don't want to do the work. No, I'm, I'm not saying that you can't. But I, what I'm saying is, like, there's so many different things yeah. that went to. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, so, how, so how can those be equal? And in, in when we're comparing them, like when you look at, like, I mean, not even to delve into that conversation because I know it's gonna start an argument. What I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like when you look at when you look at my, and I'm not talking about who's better or who's worse here. I'm just saying, like, when you look at everything that goes into making a person and a player, like, I hate the argument. Oh, you know, players nowadays would be, you know, soft back then because it was rougher. Well, I mean, now we're talking about mentality. You're talking about error. So if if the person Grew up back then around that mentality, they would be like that. You know what I'm saying? Or are we saying that 
we got to compare errors based on who you are now. You know what I'm saying? It's too many variables to say who somebody is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you just like Jordan said, he got tough because he played the bad boy Pistons, right? You had to, and that was the era style. Like, mm-hmm. we had, we kind of had a, that transition, I believe, in our era where we still play our uncles and, you know what I'm saying, people that was older that still kind of played rough. So we kind of learned mm-hmm. that, but it was transitioning into where basketball and stuff got a little softer as we got older. You know what I'm saying? Basketball got smarter. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's smarter, not harder. It's smarter, not harder, right? It's smarter, not harder, right? And you have to learn to be tough. But I, I don't know. And that's what I'm saying. That so, sends so you, mixed, I feel like that way of thinking sends mixed signals, though. Because well, then what's the smarter. what's the purpose of sports if if there's it's not a best? Analytical. No, I'm just saying, though. Okay, so then we talk about we talk about teamwork. Okay, let's let's scratch that then. Let's scratch the, the mentality. The purpose of competition okay. is someone wins and someone loses. But we're, we're talking about errors here. So... Even but even teams, we they say the same error. It can be subjective. Like we can talk about they talk about Kawhi Leonard and oh he's the greatest. Well, this nigga played a hobble Golden State team. Why do we get to compare Kawhi to that team and who he beat against LeBron and the teams that he had to face? Like, I don't think you're comparing winning sixty two games. But I'm not. Gonna, I but I don't think they're comparing. I don't. I, the people against LeBron aren't comparing the games and the errors and how it was played. We're comparing a central focus. What is the point of the NBA? What is the point of basketball? The point is to win. It's to, to win a championship. That is the point of playing the NBA season is to win a championship. So at the end of the day, there is some way we can factor the best franchise, the best team, the best players based on that notion. What's the point that we look at being the best player? You dominate it. You dominate your era. If you didn't dominate your era, I can't say you're the best. So you're already out of that argument. So there is a bubble we can put a few people in to where we can kind of dissect what we're looking at. I, I mean, feel like people get lost in arguments because they're looking at two different things. I mean, I don't agree. Because I'm I, looking I, at a I winner. Say, I can't I call say, somebody a winner if they lost agree. more than they won. They're agree. not a winner. Because if we if we go if we go and look at let's let's change the subject in sport. If we go and look at Tom Brady and we look at the New England Patriots, they've routinely had the weakest division in. NFL damn near history mm-hmm. for 10 to 20 years. Name the best quarterback minus Tom Brady that's come out of, out of what is it, uh, the AFC East? What is that? What are they in? North? No, Whatever they're in. AFC East. AFC East. Miami so you got Miami, Miami the, Jets, the Jets. You've got New England and you've got fucking Miami. So give me the quarterbacks. Ryan Tannehill. Or Buffalo, I'm in. I'm in Buffalo. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. Some just some go scrubs. back as far as you want. Just go back as far as you want. Like, so not to say that, you know what I'm saying, Tom Brady wouldn't have six rings. Like, I can't say that. But at the same time, like, his path was a – was a, that that's a factor. Like, you, it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's still thinking, winning on the biggest stage, too. So, I'm it, not it, saying, it goes against your argument. If it was easy, everybody would I mean, be doing it. I mean, the Tuck rule. <laughs> that's that's the, his argument. The Tuck If rule, it was so easy, why ain't everybody no, doing it? No, it's not, it's not about that. I'm just saying, like, it, it's we're talking about factors when comparing the greatest. not about so, everybody else. We're talking about the greatest. You okay. know what I'm saying? So we're talking about separating who's the greatest. So we're talking about people who got... Now, I would say Tom Brady's probably one of the greatest. You know, the greatest Absolutely. Ever, you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying people that would argue, you know, Joe Montana or anybody else, you know what I'm saying? You can just argue certain factors that aren't equal. You know what I'm saying? So Ooh. even going back to the to the Jordan thing, like I mean, niggas wanna argue about LeBron like and all that, like, which is cool, but at the same time, like, you wanna tell me like let's just put you in a situation. You being the best player on the team, you got Zadrunas Zagalskis and 
fucking Mo Williams, and we're going to compare errors to niggas who who say, all right, you personally in a team sport, you're you're compared personally in a team sport to the team success. So if you don't pull your team, no matter who the players are along, we don't compare. We don't consider none of that. Like you can have the best players on your team. And win championships, and it's like it's nothing. It's been dream teams. But he killed you know your argument by taking that team to the finals. So Ooh. you have no argument no more. He, you can't say that team I'm, is no good and they went to the finals. Bro, LeBron, LeBron. So is that the was him. I'm saying he's the driving. Force. See what I mean? But this is why he's, you can't talk to LeBron fans because you make two no, arguments no, in no, one argument. No. So if I say if I say, <laughs> say you if I say if we're comparing errors, so so you're telling me that. Let's let's scratch them. Let's talk about um, high school careers. Then uh-huh. you're telling me a team of players. We talk about Brookhaven and Northland yeah, pre dynasty, right? You say you yeah. don't compare. So you so you're telling me that a team of let's let's go my air before your air. Mm-hmm. So when, before we slayed that dragon, right? So you telling me. A team of everybody going to Brookhaven, a school where everybody was stacking the competition in their area, just like it happened at Northland. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have a, a factor in your dominance because the players within that organization or that or that or that uh, culture together, talent wise, they built something that you know what I'm saying. Even if there's a player there, a Jared Sullinger, a Trey Burton. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You still have your other players there. You know what I'm saying? To have Absolutely. to build when when Devon Moore. You know what I'm saying? Y'all play y'all still had to all be there and hold shit down. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, let's say they, no one didn't come and it just ended up being D Moore and you know what I'm saying, just you, you know what I'm saying? Y'all and y'all ain't had nobody. Like, I mean, it, it definitely creates a different narrative depending on who's with you. Like that's all I'm saying. I get what you're saying, but my point is my point is you people play both sides with LeBron. Literally in the regular season of playoffs, y'all have two different arguments for him in the same no, season. Because I'm not he LeBron. will sweep I'm the regular season. He's I'm the greatest player. Ever. I'll say. I'll say. Then he, in the playoffs, they lose. I'll, he don't I'll, got no I'll, team. I'm, I'm a realist as a person, <laughs> as a sports fan. What? No, because, because in, the, in the regular season, how can how can the team that made the finals you say all, they don't have are, a team? How did are, they make the finals? Those are two different seasons. First of all, mm-hmm. if you're not a hooper and don't understand that the regular season and the playoffs are two different seasons, Man, they're no. not even. There's no way you're. You're, you're, you're not you, even in a strange How are you the number one seed in the regular season and you get swept not, in the playoffs? Not even a strange That's some rocket shit. That's some That's, what? Not even the same, not even <laughs> that does not happen frequently. They're not even the same strategy. Man, bro. there's no, no way, bro. But that's I, listen. But that's so, my so point I, to LeBron. I would, I would, I would say people that, make uh, arguments for no, him no, that no, contradict each other. No, for for me, I don't. I say that. I say that. I'm a realist. Like I feel like you know he's not a dog. I still feel like Jordan's the best. You know what I'm saying to me. Like so so it's not. But it don't got nothing to do with that. It's about mentality. It's just that's the reason why Jordan's the best to me because he had the 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 mentality. Where you can't measure that. It's shit that you can't measure in stats and and wins and all that shit. Fuck all of that. Like, what's your will to win? That's why you're the better player. Yeah, I'm gonna choose you. Like, bro, bro, get your soft ass. You the nicest in here. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I don't like LeBron in the gym. Coming in the gym, he's. I don't care who's in there. He's the best player there. Like, as far as. 
his ability to do different shit. Intangible. Oh, no, if Mike come in the gym though, <laughs> like just his would have win, he's still gonna beat you, LeBron. Like he's gonna beat you because you can't. I don't care if you can do more shit than me. I don't care if you can throw dimes, get rebounds, fuck all of that, bro. Bro, you're not beating me, bro. You're just not beating. But and so that's why I feel like it's different arguments. Like Mike is the greatest to me. But I just feel like LeBron, as a player, as a hooper, can do so much thing. But his mentality is weak, so I gotta take Mike.